Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. And you're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode, the police force of the world are almost a world power in themselves. But for those of us who work to bring justice and human rights into law enforcement are a power as well. And I have no doubt that the collective power of conscience against injustice will have, as America's greatest theologian once said, the final word in reality. We talk about the pursuit of racial justice when it comes to law enforcement and the latest developments. The United Nations Human Rights Council keeps an eye on the human rights situation all over the world. Their goal is to promote and protect our rights and to ensure that our leaders take action on human rights violations when they occur. Bawat bansa, maparasya man yan o Ukraine, United States o China, Pilipinas o Switzerland, kung nasaan ang opisina nila, binabantayan. But apart from country-specific monitoring, Minaman manan din nila ang iba't ibang tema. For example, water and sanitation. Yes, bahagi siya ng human rights. Andiyan din ang themes ng violence against women, torture, at human trafficking. And last year, for the first time, they created a new body under the theme of advancing racial justice and equality in law enforcement all over the world. This was spurred, of course, by what we often see when we tune into the news coming from the U.S. That is, the number of killings of and excessive use of force on black people by the police. In particular, it was the murder of George Floyd in May 2020, which, quote, drew attention to the scourge of systemic and structural racism and galvanized efforts to address this global problem in the United States and around the world. And quote. A black person is two and a half times more likely to be shot to death by police in the U.S. Police in the United States fatally shot more than 7,000 people within the years of 2015 through 2021. Of the roughly 1,000 cases annually of people shot to death by police officers in America, On average, less than 1% result in an indictment, and even fewer cases produce a conviction at trial. That was Colette Flanagan. She was speaking early this month at the 51st session of the UN Human Rights Council in Geneva. In 2013, her son, 25-year-old Clinton Allen, a black man, unarmed, was killed by a white officer who shot him seven times. 
This officer escaped all criminal and civil accountability for killing my son, no charges, no indictment, no trial, and no damages. Colette founded Mothers Against Police Brutality. It's a national movement of affected families who are working to change policing in the U.S. She points out this irony and what she sees are the ways forward. Communities that remain high crime areas despite decades of aggressive policing. This well-documented paradox argues not only for fundamental changes in policing, but also for increased public investment to change the social conditions associated with criminal activity. If we are to elevate human rights and policing, we will have to address three challenges. The use of deadly force, the judicial doctrine of qualified immunity, and the treatment of families and communities suffering from racial profiling, police brutality, and extrajudicial killings. When she talks about the judicial doctrine of qualified immunity, it simply means that the police can justify their actions by saying they feared for their lives. But of course, racial discrimination in law enforcement doesn't just happen in the U.S. In Brazil, at the height of the pandemic, Data from the Brazilian Public Security Forum shows in 2020 that the number of people killed by the police officers hit a record of 6,416 deaths. Almost 79% of victims of police lethality in that years were black. That was Jerema Wernick of Criola, a black women's organization. She's also the executive director of Amnesty International Brazil. In only six states in 2021, the police killed one black person every four hours. And while unfortunately we've gotten used to reports about men of African descent being killed, there's this worrying trend in Brazil. Only in Rio de Janeiro, where I live, law enforcement officers have continued killing black people at an alarming impasse. Eduardo de Jesus Ferreira, 10 years old. Marcos Vinícius da Silva, 14 years old. Agatha Félix, 8 years old. João Pedro Matos Pinto, 14 years old, are just a handful of children killed by law enforcement officers. Jerema reminded the UN member states of the Durban Declaration and Program of Action. This is a roadmap to end racism, racial discrimination, xenophobia, and related intolerance. And it's been 21 years since they adopted this in a landmark occasion in South Africa. Do more and do it fast, she said. After 21 years of the commitment by the states, the steps takes are insufficient and the most glaring data is the volume of bodies of black people brutalized and killed. The volume of black women, mothers, orphans, widows, family and friends of the victims, as well as communities also brutalized. On the other hand, those who hold the duty and obligations to act to ensure change have done very little. We are in a hurry for lives to be saved. And while there was no representative from Brazil as a country present in that dialogue, the U.S. did have a representative in Ms. Michelle Taylor. 
Here's what she said. We will continue our efforts to dismantle racial discrimination in law enforcement against people of African descent. We recognize the urgency and the importance of this issue. To aid in those efforts, the Department of State recently appointed its first ever special representative for racial equity and justice, Desiree Cormier-Smith. Desiree leads our efforts to protect and advance respect for the human rights of persons belonging to marginalized racial and ethnic communities and to combat systemic racism, discrimination, violence, and xenophobia around the world. Now, the body created by the UN Human Rights Council to examine this issue worldwide is waiting for a voluntary invitation from the U.S. government and other governments as well so that they can do a country visit and see for themselves what's happening on the ground. Parang nung drug war lang sa atin. The UN Special Rapporteur on Extrajudicial Summary or Arbitrary Executions couldn't just make the visit without an invitation from the government. So, Agnes Calamard was invited by the Duterte administration in late 2016. But the invitation was rescinded when the government said she refused to comply with the government's guidelines for her visit. At the same time, the UN Human Rights Council has its own guidelines for country visits that they hope governments will respect. But back to the country visits we're more concerned about in this episode. The body set to make these visits is called the International Independent Expert Mechanism to advance racial justice and equality in law enforcement. It's headed by Yvonne Mokgoro. She's a former justice of the South African court. Here she is at a press con in the same week, talking about the work they've done so far. Since our appointment in uh, December 2021, we've actively engaged with states, as well as a wide range of stakeholders, including United Nations human rights uh, mechanisms and agencies, national human rights institutions, civil society organizations, and directly affected individuals. For Justice Mokgoro, data is a vital tool in creating positive change for the police and the communities they serve. In the field of law enforcement and criminal justice, more than anywhere else, transparency has been shown to have deterrent effect and to have reduced fatalities and is conducive to increased accountability. In her report to the UN Human Rights Council, she recommended that national action plans against racism include guidelines on how to collect, analyze, and publish data disaggregated by race or ethnic origin. We see continuing reports of fatal outcomes of encounters with law enforcement officers and the criminal justice system for Africans and people of African descent. Yet, such violent encounters remain largely underreported, often for fear of reprisals, negative past experiences with law enforcement, or the perception or belief that the complaint will be superfluous anyway. In short, if we want it to count, we must count it. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka News. Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by myself, it was edited by Presh Capistrano. Thank you to the Universal Rights Group and the permanent mission of Denmark to the UN in Geneva for making our coverage of the 51st session of the UN Human Rights Council possible. Follow Teka Teka News wherever you listen to podcasts. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, 
Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.